Welcome back to the Querida Mari podcast. I'm your host, Maria, and I am here to help you break generational patterns. Learn the good shit and leave the bad shit behind. Today, we're going to continue the conversation on feeling and expressing our emotions. Specifically, this episode is taking responsibility for what you feel. So when we hear, see, Whenever there is an input of some sort that is unwanted, unpleasant, actually the book that um, the nonviolent communication book refers to these inputs as hearing a negative message. And I've never been a fan of the word negative, like negative thoughts, negative behaviors, etc. I prefer unwanted thoughts, unwanted behaviors. I rather say unwanted behaviors. The reason being, I'm not sure, you know, I don't, I just don't like the label. I don't like to think of feeling of, think of feelings as negative. Like it's a negative thing to feel this way. You may not want to feel this way, but that doesn't mean that it's a negative thing because feelings are there to remind us of something, especially if we feel them very, very strongly. We may not want to feel that. But that doesn't mean that it's a negative thing. You know what I'm saying? So for me, you know, it's more like asking the other person, you know, usually like my client, do you want these thoughts? More so than, you know, do you whatever these negative thoughts? I don't want to label my client's thoughts or behaviors as negative. I'd rather ask. Um, my client and ask them if they want to continue to think this way or if they want to continue to behave this you know this way so I hope that makes sense for you but I rather say unwanted feelings and unwanted thoughts and such okay anywho when you have an unwanted trigger an input okay the again the book refers to this as a stimulus the trigger can be your child's behavior or a statement that they make that makes you feel some type of way. But here's how to take responsibility for your feelings, okay? I'm gonna give you this. Their actions and their words are not the cause for how you feel at that moment. Their actions and or words triggered you, yes, they did trigger you, but the pain right? The trigger, the pain that is, is that is associated with the way that you're feeling at the moment was already there, okay? It was probably there before your kid ever came along. So otherwise, you wouldn't have been triggered, you know what I mean? So that's tip number one, okay? Tip number, tip number one is this one. Try not to take it personally because not everything is about you, okay? Tip number two, ask yourself, when was the first time you felt that way? So ask yourself when, you're, when your child in, is triggering you, when was the first time you felt that way that your child is making you feel? So whatever you felt, was it blame? Was it criticism? How did your child make you feel? Okay. Tip number three, these are also prompts for your journal, okay? Tip number three, who made you feel criticized? 
who used to blame you. And by the way, this isn't always your parent, okay? This could be a coworker, this could be something most of the time is your parent, but that doesn't mean that it's always the parent, okay? So go back to that discussion that you were having with your child and your child made you feel some type of way, it brought up some stuff for you and ask yourself, what did I feel? What were my feelings? And when was the first time I felt that way? And who made me feel this way, okay? Because the interesting thing with triggers, depending on when you're, when the traumatic event happened, because not all trauma happens in childhood, okay? Um, sometimes trauma happens very recently, and depending on the history, right? Like, depend not the history, but the time that you have, like, today and when the trauma happened, you're not going to know the triggers, okay? I talked about this last week. So prior to this discussion with your child, you felt this, the trigger, okay, before, all right? So stop yelling at your kid or your partner when in reality, what you need to do is to take care of your inner child by giving those feelings of yours a voice. Get them out of you, okay? That was tip number four. Get them out. How do you get them out? You can do some journaling. You can do some meditation. You can go for a walk. You can talk for, to a friend. Okay, you get them out. You can do the emotional freedom technique. There's so many things that you can do that gets this trauma out. So as you're listening to your child's sadness, frustrations, anger, help them identify and validate them in a way you would have wanted done for you. Give your child what you didn't receive. So I'm gonna give you some healing words right now. So this is what you say to your kid. I can see that you're sad, angry, okay? Look at the feeling list. This is validating their experience. You're validating them. You're telling them, I see you, okay? Also, another thing you can ask, another question is, what do you need? Is there anything that I can do to help you? And sometimes your child is gonna say, no, I don't need it because they probably don't know what they're feeling and they probably don't know what they need to feel better because they don't know what they're feeling. And sometimes all your child needs is for you to hold space for them and to tell them it's okay. It's okay to not know what you're feeling. Just feel them anyway. Cry. You don't ever need to know why. Okay, we don't... Sometimes the body speaks and we don't know what it's saying. We just know it's crying. We just know it's laughing really loud or we, it's trembling. It depends on a lot of things. And sometimes we can't make sense. And that's fine. You don't need to always know, Okay. So now, right now, how do you take care of yourself? You took care of your kid. You held space for them. So now, how do you take care of yourself? What do you do when you've been, you know, with your child, you're holding space for them and their emotion, you know, holding space for them and their emotional growth, but you clearly need someone to hold space for you because your kid triggered you, right? Right. 
And now that you know, you don't want to lash out, right? You know you're like really, really upset yourself, but you're holding it in for the sake of your child. But now you need someone to take care of your inner child, to listen to your inner child. So what do you do, right? Because when you're holding space for your child, that's not the time. When you're holding space for them, the, you know, the moment is theirs. That's the moment for their growth. You're the mother, you talk to your friend, or you bring this up with your therapist, okay? You, those are things that you can do. You go to a yoga class, all right? And also, the, here's, here's something else that I want you to listen to this, what I'm about to tell you. Don't get wrapped up in, your, in their story, okay? Don't get wrapped up in the story your, what, that your kid is sharing, okay? Don't get wrapped up in the words. Do some observation. You know what I'm you know what I'm saying? Like they need someone to project their pain onto. So you're mirroring for them. I want you to look for feelings. Ask yourself, what's the feeling that my child is feeling right now? What's the feeling that they're trying to convey to me? Not the story, right? What's the feeling? Listen to the story. Don't get wrapped up in it, okay? So that was like tip 10, all right? So by the way, you can always, you can always come back to the conversation that you're having with your child. When your child is in a receptive mode, you're like in a receptive mood or mode, you know, that's when you take them out to play, you know, play mini golf or camping or something like that. And then you do your teachings, you know, when they're receptive, then you can say, you know what, honey, maybe next time you feel X, Y, and Z, this might be an option. This is a tool that you might be able to use when you feel this or that, okay? Give them the tools. So remember to observe. What are their feelings? What are your feelings at that moment, okay? When your child... And or your partner, right? You, this could be a, this relationship could be with anybody, but because I am helping you break generational patterns, I am going to be focusing on your relationship with your children, okay? And obviously the relationship with your spouse because or your partner because your children are being exposed to the, to that relationship. So what are their needs? Observe, observe, observe. What are their needs? What are your needs? Okay. What are their requests? What are they asking of you? Right? And what are what are your requests? What is it that you want to request? Right? But you don't request at the moment that your child is requesting. Okay? You don't when your child puts something on the table, their feelings, you don't put your feelings on top. Okay? Again, when your child brings their feelings up, and they put them on the table, you do not put your feelings on top. Don't do that, okay? Because now your child has to take care of you. That's not fair. So I want you to read the vibe between you and your child, okay? And you can always break these steps down. You can observe while your child is talking, feel your feelings, feel your triggers, if there are any, if you fall back to your, you know, your default and you start to blame and you start to judge, it's okay. 
You're learning. We're, we are all learning. I'm learning too. Take the story, right? If you take the story and you take it personally, it's okay. Go get what you need from your spouse, from your friend, whatever it is. Read a book, read more, learn, and then come back to the conversation with your child. Continue to validate their feelings. Again, what are their unmet needs? Most likely, if your child has an, uh, uh, an unmet need, so do you. And it might be the same. And what are they requesting from you, right? So what are they requesting from you? Because what they're requesting from you might be the same that you want to request from your partner, from a friend, from someone, okay? So I just gave you like 25,000 tips right there. <laughs> I hope that one of them helps you in some type of way throughout your journey in breaking generational patterns. And again, if this podcast was helpful to you, please rate this episode. It helps me more than you know. Share it. It actually helps with the algorithm and social media. It helps me. And also one thing that I want to um, to share with you is that Wednesdays on Instagram, I'm going to be doing a question and answer. Sometimes, you know, I'm going to answer one question. I might answer two, depending on how much time I have. Um, so again, just to, you know, reiterate with this pod, you know, this episode, observe, 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 take feelings, hold the feelings. What is it? What are the needs of the feelings? Okay. Observe what are the feelings? What are their needs? And then what are the requests? What is it that you need to ask for? What is it that your child is asking for? So next week, we're going to talk about how to ask for what you need in regards to your requests. Okay, so that's going to be next week. I think that's chapter six in the book. If you're following along, do you need the book? No, you don't need the book unless you want to expand your learnings, right? Of course, um, I'm going to be guiding you in, re in a familiar, like a family pattern type of way. But the book goes and expands in like relationships in the workplace, relationships in the home, like all sorts of relationship. I'm just focusing on one area because I don't want to overwhelm you. And I also don't want to talk about everything. I am focusing on generational trauma, generational patterns that I feel from a therapeutic and a mother point of view that it would help tremendously in your life and in your children's lives. So again, please uh, rate the episode and thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next week. Have a beautiful weekend um, here in the Pacific Northwest. It's supposed to be amazingly beautiful this weekend. The summer has been taking like way, um, way too long to get here. But it looks like it's finally here and I'm really, really enjoying it and I'm really excited. So again, rate the episode. That's number one. Number two, tune in Wednesday, next Wednesday on Instagram. I'm going to be doing a Q&A, 9, uh, 9 a.m. Pacific time, 12 p.m. Eastern time. And I'll see you right here next Friday. Have a beautiful day. Bye-bye. Thank you.